right, part two of our episode. We have a very special guest with us today, Summer Aladdin, co-owner of Adeus Interior Design based out of Cleveland, Ohio. She is a dear friend, an amazing, honestly, the best designer in in America. Uh, <laughs> I love it. We're so excited to chat with you. Shannon, do you guys know, have you guys ever met? Because I feel like I talk about Summer to you all the time. Yes. yes. We've oh, met have. like through like little parties and things like that. I Definitely. especially remember you during the baby shower. Yes, okay. exactly. Okay, perfect. Because I'm constantly mm-hmm. talking about how amazing you are and your eye for design. So um, let's let's dig in and get started. Yeah. Yay. I'm so excited to have you here. Oh, my goodness. Thank you. Um, Thank you for having me. Yes. So could you tell us a little bit about what you do and how you got started? It's it's kind of a long. I took a long route to get here. Actually, um, I actually started off in school in nursing school and uh, finished my bachelor's in nursing school. But I had this like competing like my my left brain and my right brain. Like I I loved science, but I loved you know all the arts. And so a year after I finished my nursing degree. And while I was a registered nurse and I was working as a registered nurse, I actually went back and did my design degree. So I didn't really hesitate. I, I just knew that I was going to love doing both. And so I went back and I got my design degree and I spent a lot of my time in at the hospital designing for them. So it was a lot of fun actually at the beginning where I, I used to do different conference rooms and we, they let me kind of repaint. I had been there already, you know, for a number of years at that point after I graduated. So they let me design some of the, the um, hospital rooms and it was great. Like I, they just kind of let me work. Obviously I was working for free at that point because I was a new designer. And so they just kind of let me enjoy, you know, doing that for them. That's so cool. It was, it was a lot of fun actually. I enjoyed it. And I, I, I think I reveled in the fact that people really appreciated what I did at that point. So it was great to, to just having no experience and just out of school, it was nice to see that people appreciated all the, all the design that I did for them at that level. And I kept working. I was a nurse for almost 10 years and then finally decided to take the leap and leave my nursing career behind. And uh, I started to work for a couple of retail, local retail stores until I finally, a few years later, decided to go on my own. And I was lucky enough at that point that my sister had moved back from Dubai. She was uh, working overseas and she had just moved back that year, that summer. And in October of 2012, we decided to launch this design firm together. And it's kind of a perfect match because Serena is a CPA and she's all into accounting and the books and everything. And every designer needs a great CPA, a great person to manage the books because that's not what creative people like to do. (laughs) (laughs) So it was kind of a match made in heaven that uh, she loved to do that part of it. And I love to do the design park and Adeus Interior Design was born. Wow, that is so interesting. And I love that you delved into both of the things that you're passionate about, because so many people have to just pick one and just go with it. So I love that you did a little bit of both. That's so interesting, because 
like, especially like me, I'm in my forties now and I'm just kind of like, is this it? Or am I going to go back to school or do I want to do something else? You know, we have so many options. So I loved seeing that you've already like, you've done the nursing thing and now you're on to your own business. That's so neat. Yeah. I think it's interesting. And I, I think, I hope like the new younger generations get it, um, more better than we probably did. I don't know how. I think it was the fact that my mom, she was awesome at like really pushing me to go back to school because I do think there's, there's just like like this thing that we only are allowed to pick like one career our whole life, which sounds insane. I mean, right. it make there's so many things in this world and we're we're such complicated human beings. Like why would we have to select one profession for our entire lives? Yes. Um, and it's like everything else in our life changes except for our career. So it's it's it shouldn't be that that case. And I don't know how like I said, if it wasn't probably for my parents supporting me that I had the wherewithal to decide to to go back to school so so quickly, because I think it's hard later on in life. I think it's really hard to have had that career and then new babies and then think that, oh, I have to go back to school for this other new passion of mine. So I'm really, really lucky in the sense that I got both of you know those educations and those degrees out of the way so that I can really maneuver kind of very easily where I wanted to go in my life. So I was I was very lucky in that sense. So I've had the pleasure of working with Summer on a variety mm-hmm. of projects. Yes. And I've wa- I've watched you in action and let me tell you you are in the right place. Like just being an outsider looking in, you Thank are you. doing exactly what you should be doing. It is such a challenging job, mentally, physically, creatively, everything. And you just do it with grace and professionalism and you just don't miss a beat. And then at the end of the day, you create this beautiful experience for people to enjoy forever. Um, so mm-hmm. you're just, you're, you're in the right place. You know, it's hard to take risks, especially when you're older, yeah. you know, when yeah. you're younger, you feel like you're invincible, but when you're older and you've got kids and you're married and yeah. you have a mortgage and all that stuff, it's yep. a scary, scary thing to do. And I think you, you're, you're doing exactly what you should be doing. Yeah. I think what's, what's good, like I said, is always kind of surrounding yourself with the right people right. to help make those really major decisions. Because again, I, I, you know, after 10 years and I loved my nursing job, I I absolutely enjoyed my nursing job so much. Um, I loved my patients. It was just, it was just a different category. And if it wasn't for really even my husband just saying, well, I mean, if you just want to change, you know, go for it. Like, don't worry. I got this, Mm -hmm. you know, go and try it out. I got this and, and, you know, allowing us, and, you know, he was a resident, we weren't, we weren't stable, but we were stable enough that he was like, go ahead, you know, go ahead and, and try it if it's something that, you know, you're passionate about. So I, I cannot agree with you more about that support system, because it's yeah. one thing for you to know deep down, like, I know I can do this. I know I've got the eye. I know I've got the skill. I've got the education. But it's another thing to have that support system around you. So when I quit my job after six and a half years last fall in the middle of the yeah. pandemic, yes. I knew deep down, I'm like, I know I can do this. I know I, yeah. I have the skill. But right. I was just like, what about life? What about yes. kids and, and health insurance and all of these other things? Right. And just having Dan as that sounding board and just being like, it's fine. We'll, we'll, mm-hmm. we'll be fine. I trust you. If this, if you, he's like, if you know in your gut, this is what you want to do, 
We will be fine. And I cannot tell you how much that meant to me because sometimes I think about it and I'm like, man, what if he came to me in the middle of a pandemic when he was unemployed, you know, or the other person was because he lost his job too during the pandemic. Everything shut down. Right. And I'm like, I don't know how I would react. The, you know, the, the person that manages the finances in me right. would be flipping out. But he was just yeah. like so supportive. And it was like, no question. Do it. Yeah. We'll be fine. So that yeah. support system, I'm like nodding with you because it's so important. It's you don't realize how important it is until you're in that really tough spot. Like, right. I, I, I'm at a crossroads here. And who's going to come yeah. with me? Yeah, for me, in my situation, it was absolutely my husband who kind of pushed me out that that first door of like just leaving nursing. But you know, when we when we made that next big leap to actually make a company, if it wasn't for the same thing, that support system that that my sister just having complete and utter faith in me when I kind of questioned everything about my ability. I, I would never have been able to do it on my own. I would never have been able to do something like that without her constantly saying, I, I, I know it, I see it. I'm confident. And it's, that's a, that's like I said, that's a, that's the biggest blessing to have something and someone like that who will just ride that very frightening ride with you and just be like, I got you too. And don't worry. And all the the hours that we worked for free and all the, all the Mm -hmm. painful, those painful long days where we kind of didn't see our way through you couldn't see that light yet I mean it was it's it's amazing to have somebody like that again you know whether it was my husband but my sister just I I don't know what I would have possibly done without her actually just you know anchoring this company and letting it grow the way that it that it has because of like her and her strength and her being able to kind of see the light when I really I'm so hard on myself so I really don't see it like she does And it's so amazing to watch both of you work, Shannon. They are complete opposites, but but a match made in heaven. Like Serena is very operational, very like just black um, and white, just just, very straightforward. Weird. I mean, Shannon has the most colorful, like creative i mean it's yes. just the best thing like our meetings like we do social media coaching and our yeah. meetings are just so entertaining <laughs> because you get both yeah. and they're both valuable you know insight and feedback and but it, it's like polar it's opposite total opposites it's total opposites <laughs> I'm, I mean, I'm i've never you, seen anything like it you i mean it, again it, it takes something to be able to be we're two very strong women and we are complete opposites and yet we force ourselves to listen to each other and find kind of that middle ground. And it is, no, it's, it's definitely not easy, but, but thank God, like I said, we both have, we're both pretty level headed in that, in that yeah, sense that, it works. you know, we know it's work is work and, you know, family's family. And so it's, it's great that we can kind of separate that and really make it work. But yeah, we are polar opposites. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure so it helps that you two are sisters, like, cause then you can kind of be blunt with each other. You know, if you were like coworkers, you always like skirt around the issue, but with being sisters, you could just be like, Hey, blah, 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 blah. You know, you're probably right. Yeah. (laughs) I do think that that helps a a great deal that we can really be very, you know, we, our guards are not up. Like we we say it how it is. And so we definitely, but yeah, it's been, it's been, there's been rough waters though, regardless, (laughs) even with siblings, there's been rough waters, but yeah, yeah. 
fun. Well, let's talk about lamps. So there's so much more to summer and a day's interior design than just (laughs) lamps. But for the sake of this episode, you know, our thrift theme for the month is to encourage thrifters to look for lamps at thrift stores. We find all sorts of light fixtures, chandeliers, desk lamps, floor lamps, all sorts of stuff at thrift stores, antique stores. One of the tips that we shared earlier in the episode with our listeners is to get prepared before you go to the thrift store. For example, Mm -hmm. assess the space that you're going to have a lamp, where you're going to place the lamp or light fixture. That way you can make note of measurements, finish, electrical outlets, and so on. So that way when you're at Goodwill, it takes all the the guesswork out of what you're thrifting for. So Mm -hmm. what can you tell us about finding the right size lamp for the space in a room? So um, I think all the factors you were talking about first and foremost are really important. Obviously, assess where your your outlets are, assess really, you know, where you can place a lamp um, and be able to utilize that that accessory in your space. But definitely the first thing will probably be looking at where you're placing it. So if you have, you know, a, a standard 24 inch by 24 inch table, what do you want your base to be? What do you want your lamp um, shade to be? So typically I kind of think of thirds probably is the easiest thing to do. So if you have a 24 inch table, you really, your base shouldn't really overtake the, the table. So you want it to be more like an eight inch or less base of your lamp. When you start looking for lamp uh, lamps, just so you have space, so it doesn't seem like it's it's too oversized for um, for the table, and that you can utilize the table for other things, so that again your your lamp is not overtaking that that table. And then when you get to figuring out that um, measurement, you just want to be able to do the same thing with the lamp shade. So typically, you try not to have the lamp shade um, be larger than your table. So that lamp shade should be usually, you know, again, probably half the size of your table. So if you're looking at a 24 inch table, again, you're going to go 12 inches. If you go, uh, you know, a few inches over, that's not going to be a problem, but you definitely don't want the lampshade to be any larger than the the actual table. Okay. Yeah. That's like a common mistake I make all the time where I'm like, oh, I love this lamp. I love this lampshade. And then it's like, I can't fit anything else on the table. Yeah. Not even a glass. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. Yeah, so you want to try to make sure you have those two components. And then the, the last thing will actually be the height too. So you have to take in that measurement. So standard ones are usually like 24 inch tall to 30 inch tall, especially with some of the newer houses, you know, our ceiling heights have gone up higher. Mm. So, you know, you have, you have typical heights that are like eight foot high ceilings, but if your ceilings go any higher, you can always extend the height of your lamp. So again, a standard height is about 24 inches and that would look, that will work really well in most homes. But if you have, you know, a great room that has uh, cathedral ceilings that have like higher ceilings uh, or a double height ceiling, then you can always take advantage and try to find higher and taller lampshades and lamps. I have a question about lamps next to couches and sofas. Tell me if this is like something I made up, but is it supposed to be high enough to to where you can turn it on without having to stand up? Or did I just... (laughs) make that up no. I mean, that makes sense 
sense. <laughs> it's not a real rule. I don't know if it's a rule. Because I was thinking like uh, if you're sitting in a chair or in a sofa right. and you've got your lamp, you should be able you to do. just be like, turn it on yeah. so I can read my you book do. or whatever. No, no, you absolutely. You want to have the accessibility. You know, again, I, I love the beauty of things, but you have to have that component of it being functional. So you absolutely want to be able to be able to reach up and be able to do that switch without having to, to do, to, to God forbid, we stand up to get, yeah. Are you ready to hire me as your design assistant yet? Yes, I love oh it. Dina, how are you going to work this out? You're five, like barely five foot and Dan's like six foot. I mean, like, true this is true yeah right this is where the problem yeah look so luckily some of the some of the newer lamps that you might be able to find have the little um buttons that like are like on the base so that's always nice so you don't have to worry about about that getting standing up and having to figure out the dimension between the two people that are using the lamp and finding the middle ground to be able to. Oh, that's hilarious. Oh my God. Uh, oh. I have a, I have a fix for you, Dina. Just get one of those smart plugs and then you can do it from your phone. Done. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great, has. great point. Neri has that. She's always talking to Alexa, oh, turn yeah. on my lamp. Alexa, turn off my lamp. <laughs> Oh boy. Well, those are really great tips because I think a lot of times what happens, especially when you're thrifting, you know, you see something, you love it, and then you bring it home and it doesn't really work for your space. And then you try to force it to work. We were kind of talking about that in part one of the episode. So it might sound like extra work, but if you really are shopping for something for a space that you're redesigning or, you know, you know, just because it's cheap doesn't mean you need to buy it. So just coming prepared and having those those measurements on hand is very helpful. Absolutely. So Summer, I want to ask you the question that everybody wants to know is what's trending right now in the world of lamps? Like what color, shape, sizes, lampshades should we be adding to our thrift wish lists? Ooh, okay. Let's see. So many great things out, out there, actually. Traditionally, you know, we have a lot of lampshades that are like the typical like bell shape. Those are more traditional and those are beautiful. There's some some great options in the bell shape. I think what's more popular and that you'll see more is kind of stronger lines. So more rectangle or square, a lot of more geometrical feel. So even the drum is huge. So you absolutely can do a drum shade. Um, I think all of those shapes are probably more popular than what you would see in the more traditional um, bell or conical um, looking lampshades. And then I love the idea that there's just color in these lamps. Mm-hmm. So I, I mean, I'm a, I'm a huge proponent of color anyhow. So I love lampshades. I mean, the lampshades now are just getting fancier and, and more fun. So you absolutely can bring lampshades that have color, that have pattern. I mean, I love the striped lampshades. The bases are getting very colorful too. So really bold um, greens and blues. And so you absolutely, so I love yellow lampshade um, bases. So Lots of color. I think there's almost like two categories. There's there's lamps, lamps and lampshades that are lots of colors. And then there's just the really bold black and white. So that's probably my other favorite, favorite trending is a white base with black lampshades. Oh. I, I don't know why I love it. They're just black lampshades. Yes. They're just classic, gorgeous. They go with this. everything, every style of home. I love the very, very solid white base and a black lampshade black yeah. lampshades are harder to come by though i i have to say it, it just in general just when i search for my clients 
I, I have a I have a lot of difficulty finding uh, black black lampshades. Oh, summer! I just yeah. pulled this up. Holy cow! <laughs> that's like beautiful. A lot yeah, of them sure. have. Um, some of the ones I'm seeing have like a clear base or brass base. Oh yes! Oh, oh my god, brass! All the beautiful brass finishes and additions now. Oh my gosh, just brass is so much fun to incorporate in all parts of design, but. Absolutely. A lot of them now will have either a brass um, base to it, or some of them are having acrylic bases too, that are so fun to see yeah. too. So I love the acrylic bases. I'm adding that to my wish list. Like, you know me, I'm like you, I love color. Ugh. And we were just going nuts over putting pom-poms on our lampshades earlier in the episode. <laughs> I, pom-poms on a lampshade sound amazing. Oh, it's so much fun, but I'm really so digging good. this black contrast. That's beautiful. It's it's stunning in rooms. Again, anywhere I feel like I put a black lampshade in any house, colorful or neutral, it's just, it's a gorgeous addition. But yeah, brass details you touched on earlier. I love any type of brass detail that you can get on a, on a lamp. And then, like I said, I've also done a lot, a lot of uh, acrylic. So whether mm-hmm. it's the whole base of mm-hmm. the um, lamp that can be acrylic or just kind of like that square bottom piece, I always see a lot of that too. That's really nice. What I wanted to add was I'm so excited that you mentioned that the geometric shapes are kind of popular right now. I was telling Shannon, my favorite thrifted lamp is um, this brass. It has a brass base, kind of like a rectangle geometric shape. And then the lampshade is like like a kind of like a rectangle, I guess. So again, mm-hmm. I'm ready to be your design assistant anytime. <laughs> that was perfect. Yes, exactly. I love, the reason why I love it, and as much as I love color and funky design, is that it works in every room. Like I, I can move it around the house, and it's such a great yeah. modern piece. So yes. I'm really into that yeah. trend as well. Yeah, for sure. I think, like I said, you're going to see a lot more of that just continuing to trend. It's funny because there's a lot of Art Deco inspiration that's coming out in general. And so Art Deco has has a lot of that geometric patterns in it. So you're you're just going to continue to probably see a lot of that getting inspired you know, across the board um, in design and anything with accessories. So it's you'll definitely see that a lot more. That's fun. <laughs> what about light fixtures in general? Like, I, I know that this is a, a big part of what you do. And any just kind of like go-to tips you would recommend when you're shopping for one? I think it goes back to dimensions. Mm-hmm. You know, everything kind of goes back to dimensions. You fall in love with something and you feel like you can purchase it. I'm sure when you're thrifting and you find a good deal, it's one of those things you want to just purchase. But you always have to consider where are you actually placing it. So, you know, a lot of times over a dining room table, it, it's it's the same. When you're talking about an eight-foot table, you want to always have like a two-foot or slightly larger. So you want to have 24 to 30 inches over that eight foot table. And a lot of times people just buy a a chandelier, it could only be 15 or 18 inches. And it just looks so disproportionate Mm -hmm. to the the table that you're putting it on. So you have to be I think before you truly fall in love and, and go for that, you know, for that thrift find, you have to make sure that you're sizing it correctly over the right over the right space. Yeah, yeah. Or like when <laughs> older homes where you're bumping into the they're so low that you're bumping into the light fixture above yes. the dining room. I knew that <laughs> I know that happened to Nuda, my sister. <laughs> it's like so low. Mazus kept bumping into it. Yeah. Um, that happens yes. a lot. Yeah. yeah. 
So it is, it's something you have to, I think it goes, it always kind of, it goes back to the boring part of like, you have to make sure your dimensions are right before you really, you know, visually you can look at something and think, oh my God, this is going to be perfect in my, you know, dining room. It's going to be perfect in my kitchen. You know, you know, I, I pendants over an Island, like all those things are so fun to find. We as designers always talk about scale and just making sure it all scales appropriately in the home or in the space that you're working in. I have talked to you about this before when when we've worked together. Nothing stresses me out more than lighting. There are a million different types of light bulbs out there, options. I'm like, just give me the 99 cent light bulb. Do you have tips on the type of lighting to buy? You know, whether you know, whether you're buying a, for a lamp or a light fixture. I mean, I know there's so much involved here, but what are some basic yes. tips that we can walk away with when it comes to lighting? Yeah. I mean, light bulbs are just a whole category. There's just so much, just your standard light bulb. Let, let's just, let's talk about your standard light bulbs. To me, the most important thing, obviously you want to go back to function. So you want to see like the Watts and how much it actually, how much light it is actually emitting. Part of that is going to go back to your light fixture because there's always a maximum amount of wattage that um, uh, your light fixture will take. So typically it's on that very bottom of that. I can't remember the name of it. Yeah. Just right before the switch that you could, they'll actually, it it will actually be written there what the, what the wattage is. So you want to always try to put as much wattage as you can into your, into your light fixture. But to me, what I really look at is uh, the warmth or the coolness of the light fixture. So standard what it's what's what's I feel like has been around forever is obviously the warmer light bulb so it emits more yellow light right so those are our warmer our warmer tones is the yellow area so you know when you talk I say I'm going to get a little technical but when you talk about like Calvin's so you you end up being under usually like 3000 so again when you're looking at light bulbs that information is there but you but I think they even simplify it in a lot of areas where they talk about daylight versus uh, natural light. I forgot how, what the categories actually are. I don't know if I, I should look those up because there, there is, there's categories, but it, you actually can see the progression of warm light to cool light. Mm-hmm. So cool light is more white, slightly bluer. I try to, again, say right in the middle where I don't get too blue in, in my light fixture and I don't get too warm. I really like to stay straight through about 3,500 Ks where that actually takes you into just a, just white light. And that's where I I feel like it doesn't interfere with all the lights that are all the colors that are in your in your room. So if you go more in the warmer tones, everything is going to be lit by warm color. And that affects all it affects what your beiges look like, Mm -hmm. it affects what your grays look like. So all of a sudden, all this warmth from your light bulbs really affects what your furniture looks like and what it'll affect what your paint will look like. So I like to really stay, like I said, as neutral as I can so that everything around me, you know, shows its true color. So I don't know if that makes sense. Like I said, I don't know if that's too technical. (laughs) No, no, I I got it because I'm always struggling with like, do I don't want it to be too blue, but then I also don't want it. And especially if like I take a lot of photos in some of the spaces in my room yeah, for like the blog or listings, like when I'm listing right. clothing, and all of that plays a factor into it. And I'm Huge. like, I just don't know what to get. I I, I feel like I always end up at like 3,500k. Like I that's the, that's my like my comfortable spot where I feel like I can get what I want out of the light, 
and have it not really um, interfere with anything else going on in the room. Now, there's a lot of people that like uh, the Edison light bulbs are so popular and those light bulbs typically you see the filament and it's always yellow. It's always gold. So you, you will always get warmth off of those light bulbs, which is beautiful. Again, there's, there's something, you know, when you're looking for more of a pretty ambient space and, you know, you're trying to not really get um, too much uh, like functionality out of your, out of that light fixture. And it's just there to just, you know, give this beautiful warmth and glow to the space. You absolutely can get into those warmer tones and, and um, light bulbs, but I usually try to have it so that it's a functioning, you know, light. And I, I feel like you need that. You need to get a little bit brighter than, than those warm light bulbs. I love the idea that light bulbs um, have something to do with the way that your room is looking. I've never thought of it that way before. I've all, I always think of light bulbs and how it makes me feel, but I've mm-hmm. never thought of it as how my furniture looks or how my room looks. And it's so funny because in the mornings, I always make sure I open up my shades in my living room because I'm always like, why my room's so ugly if I don't open up my shades, then I open up the shades and it's so beautiful and the natural light comes in. But I, I never put two and two together before to think that the, that the natural light coming in is then making the colors of my couches more vibrant. You know, I never, it's so funny. Like it's such a simple thing, but I've never put those two things together. And then we have like lamps in that room as well. And in the evening we like keep them dim because just, I don't know, to watch TV and whatever. But I always, in the back of my mind, I don't ever say it out loud, but I'm always like, oh, this room looks so dingy. Mm -hmm. And it's probably because we have like the lights low and then everything's dark now. And I know it's just so simple. And I, I don't know. I just had this like, oh, okay, epiphany. That all makes sense now. Yeah. And I actually, I feel like in my earlier days, I don't, I don't know if I really pinpointed and, and always focused on light bulbs until I did start noticing it. Like you said, I, I start noticing it when I walk into the room and I'm like, wait, why do my fabrics not look like what I look when, when I saw them, when I was picking them out mm-hmm. and what, and then same thing when, when we, when we would take pictures, right. Dean, mm-hmm. all of a sudden I would see the pictures of like, why do the colors look like that? And it's, it was because it was the light bulbs that I wasn't paying attention to. Yeah. And it really is like one of the most important things I, you know, I work now in a lot of um, new construction and I, I, it's like the first thing because, you know, typically builders will stick back to the natural and we'll stick back to the warmer light, um, light bulbs. And now I'm like, wait, 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 I have a specific number. I know what I need <laughs> in, in, in my homes now to make sure that I feel you get the right light, you get that, that right exposure, but you also like your house looks how you intend it to look. Yeah. Yeah. These are really helpful tips. I know a lot of this comes naturally to you, but for us everyday folk, this is really (laughs) helpful. I mean, whenever you have too many options out on the market, it's it's hard. And then, and then you worry about like, you know, you worry about wattage and I always worry like, is this going to overheat? Like, so just all of these tips are very helpful. Just kind of follow the instructions and find that middle of the road sweet spot. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. So Summer, I know you've worked on a lot of different houses. If you had to pick one favorite lamp or fixture, what would it be? Ooh, wow. I, you don't understand. Like lights are like my favorite, my, one of my absolutely favorite categories. Like I literally tell my clients, these are the jewels of like the house. Like this is what makes the house. I love light fixtures so much. 
um, oh my gosh, you're, you're making me like pick from my, like my children. Like I can't, like, how do I do that? Wait a second. <laughs> um, okay. Well, I will tell you the more recent, cause I mean, I, I can't, I can't go back the past 10 years. There's so many great light fixtures, but the most recent one that we actually, um, just got, got up was a, a chandelier that was made out of feathers. <laughs> You do you know which one I'm talking about, Dina? I've seen it. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. It's made out of like an off-white, beautiful feathers. It surrounds the whole drum. And um, we actually had somebody add like a velvet trim to the top of the drum. And then we had them add pearls to add to the I mean, it's it. And then we, we continued to do the whole cord cover and the cord cover is in a black velvet. And then there's white pearls going up the cord cover. It was was this whole Chanel kind of looking uh, uh, space. And it just, it just blew, like blew my, my mind. I, I just, I loved it when they hung it. I was like, Oh my God, that's exactly what I was looking for. It's on your Instagram, right? Yes, it is on my Instagram. Yes, it is. It's such a good, it's such a good light. light. I just, I love it so much. Yeah, that's a great It's just unique. It's unique. It's got a lot of character. It's just got a lot of personality. It's just, it's so fun. Yeah, it's a great one. So uh, people can see it at Adeus Interior Design. That's A-D-E-A-S, Interior Design on Instagram. You won't miss it. She looked it up, Shannon. <laughs> Are you pulling it up? Oh Shannon? my gosh, that's amazing! Oh, Shannon, this so entire fun. house just like I was oh. like, am I? I just got transported to another place. It's I know, wow. so glamorous. Such a pretty home. It yeah. really is. So and and wonderful people too. Yeah. So it's just it's so fun to work in that home. She lets me kind of go crazy and fun. And we're working in her basement <sighs> now. And we're doing talk about lamps. We're doing like these again, very art deco inspired um emerald green lampshade oh. that's made out of velvet. Oh, it's just it's green it's is green Shannon's favorite color. Oh. So. oh my god, green is just it's one of those, it's one of those trending colors. One of those trending oh. colors. It's always my trending color. <laughs> Well, Summer, this has been so helpful. It's always so nice to talk to you. Honestly, I could just ask you a million questions. And it's funny because this stuff comes so naturally to you. And you're kind of always like, oh, I never really thought of it because it's just that's just how your brain works. But there's so much for us to learn. And you're always willing to share. And you're so generous with your your knowledge and expertise. So I love talking to you. And I mean, really, it's it's always fun. I love talking to women in business like you both are. And it's it's always inspiring. I love it so much. So it's it's always a pleasure for me to tell everybody where they can find you in person, online, Instagram, all that good stuff. Uh, com website that they can go to. We are definitely on Instagram and Facebook at Deus Interior Design as well. And you can find me in my office whenever you want to come. <laughs> Check out Summer and all of her amazing work. If you love color and just beautiful designs, so much inspiration, lots of tips on her Instagram as well. And um, thanks again for all your tips. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thanks for listening to Allow Us to Rethrift Reduce Ourselves. 
Be sure to share your secondhand lamps with us on Instagram using the hashtag 12 months of thrifting. Check out Summer's beautiful designs at Adeus Interior Design on Facebook and Instagram, and you can find us at Dina's Days on Facebook and Instagram as well. As always, let us know what your biggest takeaway was on social media, and happy thrifting! <laughs>